Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. What is going on, everybody? We are back talking about some of these scamming scams happening in a lot of these big cities here in the U.S. of A. We haven't branched off into other countries yet, but I wanted to stay domestic uh, for all of our domestic travelers here. But I do want to jump into kind of a worldwide, you know, if we're talking Hong Kong, we're talking London, we're talking some of these big cities. I do want to jump into that. That'll be our second season of the series of big scams in big cities. Kind of an unofficial name. Haven't really called it that yet, but I figured, you know, let's just come up, let's spitball some names. I think that's a pretty good one. But today we're going to be dealing with some Devils in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. So this is a, the most west you can possibly go, um, you know, here in the U.S. So it's kind of cool. We talked about New York, so we're really doing coast to coast here. Okay, so L.A., huge city, L.A. County, very large, something like second or third largest area um, in the U.S. of A., very big, uh, lots of outer areas. You got Burbank, you got all these, like Santa Monica, all these really cool places, but it's kind of all in the, um, it's all there, like in LA. So LA is very big. So there's a lot of trouble you can get into going around. So let's just, let's hop in. I'm going to repeat some stuff from previous episodes because some of that stuff does fall into the whole, um, yeah, it falls into L.A. So with that being said, let's move forward here. This is the Craigslist Airbnb fake rental scam. So this is something that runs rampant in the you know the city of angels here in L.A. Because uh, so many people come in, um, whether that's from Asia, just because it's on the, the West Coast there. So you get a lot of travelers here and a lot of maybe foreign speakers that are just intimidated strictly by you know, everything being in English or somebody from a, you know, a small town coming into big city LA, man, I need to get a good, good deal on this. And if there's something available, I'm going to take it. So first of all, does a house online look too good to be true? You may not know. That's the thing. So it may be a bait and switch, uh, Los Angeles scam, which is what we're talking here. So with the rise of person to person rentals, uh, you know, kind of shirking the whole hotel motel thing, travelers may be tempted to forego the, you know, the hotel life altogether. So, and instead of, uh, you know, instead of that, they will opt to rent a house or apartment for their time in Los Angeles. Easy to come and go, doesn't have all the amenities, but you know, with that, it's going to be a, maybe a little cheaper. So Airbnb and Verbo, uh, HomeAway is another one. These are um, both safe and secure alternatives to the traditional hotel. But just like anything, they can be, be they can be abused as well, and they are. So in a common version of the fake Los Angeles rental scam, travelers are often attracted to a property that they find on Airbnb. 
advertised as a much lower price than uh, some of the competing rentals or hotels. So travelers who inquire about the property are often redirected to a different booking site that kind of mirrors what Airbnb or Verbo is all about. Then the website um, will report the property that, um, that you were looking at as being reserved for those dates. But money has to be wired to actually complete that reservation. So that's going to be a huge, you know, takeoff. Generally, you want to, you want to follow something that's got the little security badge to it online. That's a, an actual online security measure that's put out there that can be big, that can be faked. We've talked about this before. However, um, there's like a notification that pops up that actually does secure your payment. So if someone is trying to, oh, well, you gotta, you gotta wire money into here. Like seriously, come on. Okay. Anybody who's going to ask you to wire money in order to, um, to book a, a reservation, you know, you're get, you're asking to screwed there. So another variation of this scam involves the rental section of Craigslist. I'm not sure who's browsing Craigslist, uh, for their rentals and whatnot, but I don't know. I don't know what people get into, you know, if they're desperate, maybe they're going to Craigslist. I personally would never do that. That's insane. But in the listing, exterior pictures of the house and scenery are, are often posted, uh, advertising that the house um, available as a temporary rental for those vacationing. So once again, the price is either lower than other listings or listings, or in line with similar listings, just so it seems competitive. So when travelers inquire about the status of the house, the and I'm throwing up these big old air quotes. Okay, you can hear them right there. The homeowner confirms the dates are available and asks the renter to send a deposit in the form of wire transfer. And that's going to be a big, eh, okay, do not transfer that money over, okay? There is plenty of people willing to, heck, rent out their bathroom and toss a comforter in their uh, bathtub there because that is... That's the ingenuity of housing in, that's the LA I know, okay? I stayed in somebody's repurposed, like, attic, I think, at one point. It was beautiful. It was good. So, in both these situations, travelers are renting a fake home, and they pay the cost up front. Any listing that requires a wire transfer should be walked away from immediately or exited out of immediately and reported to the service where the home was listed. Again, we can get it taken down and maybe somebody else, but most likely somebody else is going to fill that void anyway. So here's another one. And this is going to happen a lot on like Hollywood Boulevard. It's going to happen maybe on Venice beach. These, um, mostly on Hollywood Boulevard, very, very common thing there. So a walk down Hollywood Boulevard, um, will we'll get you kind of into the fake tour guide scam, okay? This allows travelers to go back in time in entertainment history from the world-famous Hollywood Walk of Fame to Grauman's Chinese Theater. There's plenty to see and do along this historic stretch of land. There is always something to do. So scam artists are also aware of this as well, and are more than willing to prey on a new face visiting the City of Angels for the first time. So, it is one of the most familiar scams that can be found uh, in front of gift shops running up and down Hollywood Boulevard, okay? In the fake tour guide scam, 
Hawkers in front of gift shops will offer travelers exclusive discounts to open-air bus tours. These supposed tours can run from the homes uh, of the rich and famous to driving tours of the movie studios of Hollywood. Travelers can get quoted at one price by the hawker to be let inside to pay for the tour. In certain situations, these tours are little but scams in disguise, okay? Um, So after agreeing to the tour, the cashier will often add fees and surcharges to the agreed upon price and refuse any attempts at a refund. So as you're getting your card scanned, or scanned and scammed, but they, as you're, as you're getting it scanned, they're going to like slap some, okay, well, as we're scanning this, there is a, uh, an oxygen fee. There's going to be a, uh, just in case we do like a Chinese fire drill. Uh, there's a fee associated with that. There's a, you know, in case, uh, you know, something happening, a rain fee, you know, just ridiculous stuff. They're going to slap it on that and you are going to get charged up the walls of you. So best probably try to find a, um, a reputable tour guide. So whether that's online, you're, you're looking through a reputable tour site, just things of that uh, nature, do your homework. You're not going to want to make these decisions on the fly because anybody that's going to be available on the fly like that is going to be one of those scammers. So do your homework. That's, it's always, you know, something that we talk about. So if it's too good to be true, if it's like 15 bucks, three hour tour, yeah, run the, you know, run away from that. Okay. Next up, we're going to be talking about the fake amusement park ticket scam. Okay. So Disneyland, big, huge draw to, um, to the LA area. Okay, Los Angeles may be considered where uh, the amusement park concept actually originated, but um, they've got a, just a plethora of stuff there. Okay, they've got uh, Disneyland, they've got Knott's Berry Farm, they've got Universal Studios Hollywood, and like a ton of other things, uh, Hollywood sign, all this kind of stuff. So there's no shortage of amusement parks to experience in LA and essentially throughout just Southern California in general. But with the high price of amusement park tickets, travelers who are looking for a deal often turn to the internet to save money on tickets. While this may seem like a good idea in the short term, scam artists are also aware of this venue and often use the internet to scam travelers out of their traveling cash. The fake amusement park ticket scam is often most prevalent through online auction sites or through and we're going to mention again Craigslist. I'm not sure how many people are really visiting Craigslist for their tourism needs, but apparently enough to you know warrant it to be talked about. So in both versions of the scam, the seller either has excess gift cards uh, to sell or offer unused days on a multi-day pass at the discount. So when the traveler and the seller agrees on a price, the seller will either request payment in cash or money order or meet the traveler to collect the cash payment. Once the transaction is complete, travelers are often left to discover the multi-day tickets or gift cards have, guess it, zero value while the seller is long gone with their money. Okay, they're gone. They may have spent that very money to complete a ticket, uh, you know, a ticket price to go to that very establishment. So... You just paid for them to have a fun day, uh, guilt-free, you know, they're, they're scam artists, so they don't care. So with the availability of prepaid cell phones and email addresses, sellers can get long 
get away long before travelers have the opportunity to report their loss to a local a local law enforcement because they are extremely distant from it. So if the deal is too good to be true, it probably is. Never purchase amusement park tickets online through auction sites or Craigslist. Instead, go through partners or travel agents affiliated with the amusement park, uh, which they'll offer discounts maybe through uh, verified avenues. So that's very important. You're usually not going to get a really good deal on these because... They know people are coming to these places. They don't need to give discounts, okay? So just go, you know, if you're going to spend the money, just do it. Okay, the next uh, uh, next one's going to be the discovered in Hollywood scam, okay? We all want to be actors. We all want to be actresses. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I personally do not want to. It sounds hard, okay? So... There was once a time where hopeful actors and actresses would flock to Hollywood with the hopes of a once-in-a-lifetime fate meeting with a movie star or executive that would change their lives forever. So the corner of Hollywood and Anne Vine became the spawn point of dreams after nationally syndicated columnists referenced it as one of the hottest intersections during the golden era of films. So today, uh, hopeful actors still go to Hollywood with the hopes of making it big. Uh, but are sometimes met by scam artists instead of uh, who or, or scam artists instead who hope to take advantage of those new to the city. In the scam, travelers or those newly moved to the city are approached by a okay. Tossing these up again, you're going to hear these air quotes. Okay, talent scout who thinks the target has what it takes. You got the chops, you know, to be in the movies. As a result, the scout invites the traveler to another air quotes casting call, which often takes place in a location off a beaten path, you know, by a dumpster, you know, whatever. So at these fake casting calls, travelers are either coerced to pay an upfront fee to the fake talent agency or are often asked to expose themselves in uncomfortable situations and taken advantage of. So this may not apply to everybody. This is more of a, um, cause it can, it can apply to, Oh my gosh, you are beautiful. We are actually looking for some talent in a local commercial today. And if you pay us $55 or $155, let's just say I'm just bringing that out. You can be in this commercial. We'll take some photos. You'll be in it. The commercial's going to air three weeks from now. It'll be on blah, 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 blah. You know, and that's not going to happen. You're going to be out 155 bucks. They've then got photos of whomever, your daughter, your son, you, whatever. So legitimate talent agencies will never openly solicit travelers on the street, nor would they ask them to pay fees up front or go to a secret casting call, okay? If approached to be a part of a talent hunt, always ask for more information and walk away when things get uncomfortable, okay? Here's another one. This, uh, if you find yourself in Chinatown, uh, which I would recommend, go do it. Go to Chinatown. It's great stuff. But this is the Chinese blessing scam, okay? Although it, it is altogether rare, superstition scams still have a way of popping up, especially in historically ethnic communities. So often targeting the elderly or those from other countries, the Chinese blessing scam is just one of many travel scans scams that have been seen in Los Angeles over the years. So the Chinese blessing scam works like this, okay? 
There's two ways. Primarily targeting tourists and the elderly. In one version of the scam, a tourist uh, to historic Chinatown will be approached by persons who claim one of the accomplices is a mystic. For a small fee, they can perform an old Chinese blessing ritual, which will bestow powers upon an item that will ward away evil spirits. When the tourist agrees, the item is placed in a bag and switched with a similar bag during a fake ceremony. The tourist is then told to keep the bag closed for a week or else the blessing will be lost. Very convenient because it's probably a turd or something like that. Okay. And now you've got a week old turd in your bag and you paid money for it. So in an alternate version of this scam, the same people offer to sell a historic relic. Okay. Basically, you know, just uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, okay, to the traveler for an inflated price. The item is sealed in a bag and unknown to the traveler. When the transaction takes place, the scam artist walks away with the money and the tourist is left with a little more than a cheap souvenir, okay? You've basically been sold an inflated souvenir that you could find at any of those establishments. So, the scam is rare, but you could see how it would be very profitable, Okay. There are some people that are superstitious and they're going to say like, oh my gosh, I walked up to you. You were just emanating, you know, emanating this particular vibe or aura that is aligning with this historical artifact that I've been trying to sell for only a mere thousand dollars. And it's, it's only geared towards you, but do not open it for a week. Okay. Don't open it for a week. Give me the money now and then don't open for a week. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Honestly, it's it's genius. I think a lot, of, you know, out of the one, I mean, maybe one out of a hundred people are going to fall for it, but still that's some money right there. So, okay. So just, you know, when you're in these um, ethnic communities, just be wary of things of that nature. I think that's very uh, important to stay on your toes. Enjoy yourself, but stay on your toes. So, Some of the big places that you're going to see uh, a lot of these scams happen are Hollywood and Highland. That's very big. Okay. They have the star maps uh, where they, where a lot of uh, celebrities used to live. So that's a big one. They'll have these star maps. It's like, oh, this is where stars live. No, it's where they used to live. Most of the time, uh, a lot of celebrities want their privacy. And if there is a true map of where they actually live, the walls are going to be so high on every side. You're not actually going to get to see anything. You get to see some firs or bushes. That's what you get to see. That's what these maps are. So don't waste your time. Not worth it. Another one is the mascots in uh, Hollywood. We talked about this in our New York City episode. They bully you into taking pictures And if you do want to take pictures, just be prepared. They will shake you down for some money for unlicensed crappy characters like Spider-Man with a lightsaber or something like that. So next up, we're going to be talking about some of the other places. Uh, So Santa Monica Pier, I would say that's a must do. So do that. But a lot of these scams are going to happen there. Um, So like the Third Street Promenade, you know, Worth doing, but uh, there's going to be a lot of chain restaurants and all that stuff. Um, Venice Beach, that's another, you know, classic area you've got to go to. Muscle Beach is what people, you know, that's what people call it. So uh, they've got cheesy, you know, t-shirt shops there. Don't fall for them. You can, I mean, if you really want a Muscle Beach shirt, 
you know, whatever, get one, but they are crap quality garbage crap. <laughs> uh, then you've got the CD guys. We've talked about this before. They will give you a CD of their, you know, up and coming amazing album. And in reality, nobody has a CD player and there's probably nothing on it too, because you wouldn't have a CD player with you. How could you verify? Of course, they just went down to the street, bought a 24 pack of CDs and are just handing them out. And if you grab it, they'll ask for your name. Don't say your name. They will sign the CD and then now it is yours and they're going to ask you to pay for it as if you want some SoundCloud rappers signature. (laughs) So uh, with Venice Beach, you know, Venice Beach now is actually even worse. A lot of homeless, a lot of drugs, a lot of fights and stuff. I mean, you can, there's like a TikTok. There is a whole TikTok on Venice Beach, like craziness that goes on. You can look it up. It's crazy. It'll just show you kind of an insight. Not worth going to. Honestly, it was beautiful. I don't know about it now, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend going, but if you're feeling a little ambitious, feeling a little crazy, go do it. It is classic to LA. So it's kind of a hard decision to make. So uh, I would say check out the Venice canals instead of the beach. Much less dangerous and more local feel. And uh, oh gosh, it, sunset, pff, amazing, beautiful. Okay, and if you do find yourself in Chinatown um, looking for some some authentic Asian cuisine, I would say do not eat in Chinatown. Go to like San Gabriel Valley. It's beautiful, awesome stuff. You're gonna have a lot of authentic stuff there. It's awesome. So. Last up, I would say uh, Rodeo Drive. Uh, they've got like the super high-end stores. If that's what you're looking for, go do it. Uh, a lot of those stores are elsewhere. Uh, like that, by the, like the like Sunset Drive, you've got that. Um, you've got like the La Brea uh, Tar Pits. You know, there's a lot of stores right by that. So farmer's markets are always cool. You can kind of do that stuff. Um, but, you know, that's, that's pretty much LA in a, in a nutshell. Uh, you know, just if you are, if you do find yourself in LA, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scans, but there's a lot of cool stuff. Honestly, LA is not on my top list of uh, places to go back to. It's not, I mean, it's just not kind of what I dig. You know, I'm, I'm really big into hiking. I like culture. It doesn't, I mean, there is some culture there. You can kind of go up into the hills and kind of experience like the 1920s, 19, you know, thirties, that roaring, LA and all of the old glory it went through. But uh, guys, remember with faked items, there are those that produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. Uh, With my next episode, I will have a guest on. I'm pretty excited about it. And we're going to actually get back into faked items. Um, So be prepared for our next one. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.